live. Hello, hello, hello. It's good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast. This is the Midnight Memo, and we are a podcast where we get to talk about all those fun thoughts that keep us up at night. It's always a fun time. It's always something different. So much fun. <laughs> My name's Claire. And I'm Kristen. And we are so excited for you guys to be joining us this week. Before we get started, I would like to point out... Oh no, I'm so scared. Yeah, we're, we're recording last minute, mostly due to me, <laughs> however... Not entirely, but okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> however, we were responsible and we did have an episode lined up that we were going to release, but I think both of us were like not 100% proud of it and we always want to put our best foot forward and put out material that we like. Because I was traveling this past week for work and I'm leaving literally tomorrow morning. We only had like a day and a half. Yeah, like Oogles early too, right? What time's your flight? I think 7 a.m. or something. Ugh. Yeah, because it's like, what, an eight, nine hour flight, flight. to Orlando. Yep. So we are leaving a bit early, <laughs> but Kristen's the best because I was like, oh my gosh, we need to re-record like now. I loved your message to me though. She was like, would you absolutely hate me if I said I wasn't in love with this episode? And I was like, no, because, you know, I was 50-50 when we were recording it. I was like, I hope this turns out good. But I think you and I were not even like funny delusional tired. Like we were just like deadbeat tired. Yeah. It was the only day we had available last week to record. So I was like, I had respectfully low expectations for this. (laughs) But I was hoping that maybe it turned out. Yeah. It would turn out better than I thought it would. But I guess that's about what I expected. (laughs) Sometimes, yeah, you expect the low energy, delusional, funny, but I was just like low energy, period. Yeah, <laughs> like, just not not so, a vibe. That's fair. So we are now re-recording. So this past week, Kristen. Claire. Did you know that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are engaged again? Wait, what? How did I miss this? Right? You're lying. What? Yeah, I was shocked. That flew under the radar so much to me. Yeah. They haven't even been back together that long, no? Uh, define long. I feel like maybe, yeah, maybe six months. I would say under a year, but this is my guesstimation on pop culture, right? I, what is time in celebrity content, honestly? Apparently she had made an announcement on one of her fan websites and like she had a green engagement ring on and I was like, hold on, <laughs> weren't you with A-Rod like middle of last year? I don't know. I'm not good with time. Especially in COVID. I don't know. Time's not a construct. That's crazy. Is green like a new like engagement color? Because wasn't Megan Fox's ring green too? Oh, that's a good question. I think it was green. I cannot remember the logic of it. If it was like because that's her birthstone or if it's because she likes emeralds. I think it might be her birthstone. because Maybe it's because it looks good with red because she's literally not allowed to take it off. Jesus. Without like cutting herself or something. She said Christmas. <laughs> Like, we're Christmas fans, really. <laughs> Green and red. Yeah. Wait, yeah, try to try look up birthstone for Megan Fox. Because is she a Gemini? Oh, that's a good question. Let me just type this in my little thingy thing. I'm 80% sure MGK is a Taurus, that's why. Don't ask me why I know that. I'm not totally sure why <laughs> I know that. But, like, these facts feel correct in my heart. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if we track back to our very first episode, we talk about Megan Fox. Maybe we're just fans. Oh, my God. We're true fans, actually. Damn, it do be like that. That's so true. I forgot about that. Wow. Throwback to the first episode, my guy. I know. Okay, yeah, it is an emerald. 
Because she's a Gemini, right? Is she a Gemini? No, ours is a pearl. That's our... Oh, okay, so that's why she had a pearl in it. Because I think it's a pearl. What if I just completely lied? Gemini birthstone? Is she Gemini? Well, maybe she's not a Gemini, period. Hold on. He might be a Gemini. It says it's agate. What the fuck is it? What is agate? I feel like that changed. I feel like it was either a pearl or a diamond before. And now agate? What? (laughs) I mean, both of those sound prettier than my freaking birthstone. It's topaz. Oh, I like topaz. But it's such a weird color. Like, if you get jewelry with topaz, you really gotta, like, fully send for the vibe of, like, having these neutral, like, earthy amber tones. And that's not my vibe, unfortunately, for me. (laughs) Okay, on the astrology web, it says Gemini, birthstone. There are multiple, I guess. Oh, what? Birthstones. That feels like a fake. Yeah, May 21st to June 21st. So agate is, like, the main one. And then we also have pearl, citrine. Oh, I don't know how to say this chrysophrase chrysophrase and emerald that feels like cheating to have multiple i don't like that wait what's mine then does that mean okay i'm gonna look up yours yeah i was gonna say wait does that mean i can readjust because i would like to readjust because if i have a different gem then i'm i'm pivoting changing my mind changing my personality rebranding really Yes, as two people who take the zodiac signs and astrology signs very seriously, <laughs> we must know. At some point in peak COVID, when I was Google's board, I looked up like my whole astrology chart, my rising, my, oh, wait, rising and sun and moon signs? Or sun, you're the same. Fuck, I don't remember. I'm going to sound so fake. I promise I did like a bunch of research at one point. Like for a month, I was so invested in this. And then obviously nothing retained But I did look up one of them, and I think it was my ascendant was Virgo, and I was like, you know what, that checks. Because every time I watch Virgo, like, things on TikTok, I'm like, you know, that tracks. Yeah. Because I never really, I never really vibed, not vibed, but like, I never thought Scorpio was very... Like, aligned with you? Yeah, exactly. Because like, you know, each sign has their own like, stereotype, like what they're known for. And I feel like Scorpios are always like, basically, we're emo and we'll murder you. And, like, if you piss me off, sure, that'll be my personality, for sure. But I feel like 98% of the time, I'm not like that. Okay, maybe 88% of the time. (laughs) I totally agree. I never really, or I never felt like I aligned with mine. Right. But who's to say? I don't have my information from when I was born, so it could be anything. (laughs) Make it up yourself. Why not? Yeah. I can just claim my own thing. Whatever I like the most. (laughs) What if you're not a Gemini? What if you're, like, whatever's before... Taurus is before you, and then after you, I can't remember. That's a great question. But the 13th is so middle of the road, like, it's, you're, like, right in the middle of Gemini season. It's not like, oh, you're on a cusp or something. Yeah. So I have no idea. And I go back and forth, like, I argue with my mom about this all the time, because she's like, no, the information they gave us is accurate. I'm like, honestly, like, how can you know that? Like, yeah. you, you, like, I feel like you're saying this. Accurate as far as they know, maybe. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're saying this to make me feel better. But I'm fine with, like, not knowing, you know? Right. You don't need to lie to me, Mom. It's fine. I'll just be... I'm already emotionally stable in different ways. <laughs> we don't have to worry about this area. <laughs> Trust me, of all the struggles, this is not the biggest one. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I found your birthstones. Oh, what do we got? Okay, so Scorpio is October 23rd to November 22nd. Yep. So your main stone is topaz, Boo. but then your other... <laughs> no disrespect to other people if they like topaz, but not my vibe. Thumbs down. 
<laughs> Big thumbs down. Your other ones are citrine, opal, amethyst, and aquamarine. Wait, amethyst is like hella lit though, right? It's that's the purpley one. <laughs> Fuck yeah, amethyst is lit though. <laughs> like the really p- pretty purple one i would see it on like astrology tiktok all the time for like and they'd be like amethyst is so powerful for and i can't remember right now she's an astrology queen yeah i know all my shit obviously again i would see these videos so obviously i fit into whatever side of tiktok that is but i did not retain any of the information yeah some amethysts are like really deep purple and they're very pretty okay i fuck with amethyst let's go we could go into a deep astrology thing but that's true but alas i feel like it would be very inefficient for the amount of knowledge that i do not have exactly find someone who's into astrology and they can come educate us because i think it's so cool but i just passively accept the information i cannot retain unfortunately Because it's so intricate, dude. And the star charts, it's like... It is. Yeah, some people can get like those whole books made about their... Yeah. Like the time they were born and like all of their signs and other personality traits or whatever. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. yeah, I only know the very surface level things. Yeah. Like Geminis are two-faced. Like, okay, that's literally all I hear about Geminis. Exactly. Like, cool, cool, cool. We have a really good rep. Going strong, my guy. You give me more Taurus vibes than Gemini vibes, honestly. Again, from the base surface level that I understand. So what are... Oh, Libras are opals. Virgos are sapphires. Why are you looking up Libras? Oh, it's just on my Google search now. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) They're like, do you want to know what a Virgo stone is? And I'm like, not really, but you're showing me. So I'm a Virgo. Oh, Virgos have all the best stones. What? I'm jealous. See, I, I, I emotionally identify as a Virgo. And one of my, I know one of my big three is a Virgo, so I'm going to take it. Their stones are sapphire, which is my favorite stone. It's like those deep blue. <gasps> That's right. You love sapphires. Oh, I love them so much. And then my, I always love green gemstones too, like the deep ones. Mm-hmm. So pretty. And Virgos have peridot, jade, and emerald. Like, what the heck? They're just stacked. Why was I born? <laughs> Why am I a Scorpio? Mom, injustice. Life is unfair. <laughs> it really is. Oh, yeah. So I was right. It was sun, moon, and rising. Okay. So your rising sign is Gemini. Mine is Scorpio. And I think my moon? No, my sun was Virgo. I could be making this up. Don't quote me. I think my sun was Virgo and my moon was Sagittarius. I will hold all of this against you later on. <laughs> If you remember this at some random point in time, I would be impressed. But then again, you are editing this episode, so it'll probably now be drained into your head. And I always remember like really small things that are really unimportant to the main plot line of my life. But like, I'm just like, remember that time? You do have these (laughs) random facts. Yeah. I guess now hard left into our main topic today, which is, I guess, kind of getting used to going back into... A working environment mm-hmm. because we've been quote unquote isolated working from home for the last couple of years as the mandates lift here in the u.s we're now able to go back into our offices more travel for work and things like that things are kind of going back to how they were a couple of years ago but i don't know about you Kristen, but i feel like a completely different person and even though it's supposedly the same environment we're going back to i think everything has changed 
So you mean a different person from when you would go into the office pre-COVID? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because, you know, COVID changed so many things mentally for me. Like before, I considered myself sometimes to be awkward socially. And it's fine. Like What? I... (laughs) Wait. I'm sorry. What? You have never... I really... I know some awkward people and you definitely do not fall in that realm, my guy. Well, then maybe it's mostly in my head. 100% has to be in your head. But we'll say it was mostly in my head. But now I feel like <laughs> even more socially awkward than I did before. And I think it, it's a lot of it has to do with, you know, working from home, not seeing the coworkers very often. The socialization overall went down completely. So I mostly was seeing either my family or like my small bubble of people. Yeah. And now having to go back into work and after two years of not really having to do that face-to-face conversation, forgetting how to control my facial expressions, like, you know, when your camera's off, I'm just like, doodle-doo, like, I'm not really, like, worried about it. (laughs) I'm just bopping over here, don't mind me. And last week I traveled to the East Coast for work to um, actually work with my client in person and I was like oh my god I feel so awkward yeah like in between meetings since we shared this working space because we had so many meetings so I was like what do I do like in the in between the meetings yeah should I make conversation should I like just stay heads down and work until in 15 minutes we start the next meeting like oh and you had only 15 minutes between each meeting that's such an uncomfortable amount of time like it's too long to just do nothing like absolutely nothing but it's also too short to start up a task that's yeah (laughs) yeah and sometimes like trying to find that sweet spot in as i guess adding in my two cents on the situation that like awkwardness is so weird and then we also always go out after the work hours to kind of get dinner with our clients and hang out and that was fun however I kind of forgot how to, now that you're out of, you know, work hours and you're Mm -hmm. doing things more socially, but it's still professional, Yeah, you know, I'm like, how do I compose myself? Is it okay if I put on dark jeans? (laughs) Can I wear the dark jeans? Is this not appropriate for the situation? Yeah. Then there's me. I wear ripped jeans. Okay. So going back to your point of not sure what to do in between these meetings, pre-covid have these meetings and there's some time in between what would you normally do before or do you like literally not remember before covid i i think i had less anxiety about making a good impression being able to hold a conversation that's outside of the work realm yeah however after the two years of isolation and not really talking to as many people i truly feel like i have lost some skills when it comes to holding conversations with people and i've gained anxiety so (laughs) and it's harder i feel like in covid you mostly stay yeah within your bubble so the people you were really interacting with outside of your work were usually yeah peers like people your age (laughs) so now having this having those whatever conversations whether they're formal and professional or in these quote quote social settings when you would get dinner or have social events with your other coworkers slash clients usually they're a bit older than you so it's like okay how do i how do i interact with adults honestly i'm like what do we talk about (laughs) that's how i feel sometimes 
where do where do our experiences intertwine yeah <laughs> yeah I, I think covid had um given me a gift of anxiety socially and wrapped it up in a nice little bow and everything they're like we have a present for you and i was like oh my god i don't need it <laughs> they're like no 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 we insist it's been great completely going from working from home to in a week flying out with my whole team yeah. to meet my client team i felt so awkward and i don't know if it came off that way when i was there i hope it didn't but i was yeah. definitely like overthinking it in my head and i was like i just feel like i can't hold a conversation with these people there are awkward silences yeah uh what do i do but i yeah going into this complete like same work environment that i had before but it just feels completely different totally the plus side of that is because this was literally a global phenomenon you're not alone in it you know mm -hmm. so i'm totally sure that your other coworkers are having the same thing when there's a silence in the middle they're thinking Unless they just have great coping mechanisms and I would envy them greatly and would love to hear how they deal with it. I would love to hear their point of view. But I would say that mass majority of the population is going through the same thing of being like, oh, there's a silence here. Do I fill it? Do I, is this a comfortable awkward silence? Because I've also, I feel like especially before, because I'm so extroverted, I hated awkward silences. Mm -hmm. Freaking hated them. If there was a silence, I'm like, okay, going through like my Rolodex in my brain of like, okay, what can I bring up now? What can, what to happen? And maybe that means I had more anxiety before. Not sure. Interpret that how you will. But <laughs> are we having a discovery moment? <laughs> Did I have anxiety before and now I just don't care about my anxiety? Because I'm still anxious. Like I still, when there's an awkward pause, I'm still like, ah, oh, shit, there's a pause here. Should I fill it? But I think I've also gotten more confident in being like, nah, we can let that sit. If I know, but I'm also socially aware. So if I see, if I notice other people in my group look a little uncomfortable, then I'll be like, okay, shit. Like I need to, need to fill this in. How do I do that? <laughs> mm -hmm. But if it's with people that I'm, Especially with people I'm comfortable with and there's a silence. I'm just kind of like, we bop. I'll let it hang. Yeah. At this point, too, a lot of people are going to be going through this, mm -hmm. going from work from home to either a hybrid environment or if they want to go back into the office because they miss that social aspect. Yeah. They're going back. Like for you, you're starting at a new office next week. So that's like a, a big change yeah. in your work environment. So like, how are you feeling about that? I think in general, I unfortunately, so I'm switching jobs. I'm staying at my same company, but I am switching departments and therefore switching teams and even locations. So it's basically going to be kind of like starting a completely new job. And so this past week, my job started a hybrid approach to returning to the office. So they asked us, they asked that people come into the office at least three days out of the week, which is great. Like pre-COVID, I was going crazy being at home by myself. Like I need the socialization to stay sane. So I just, I wanted to go back to the office and even as the months went by, I was still pushing for it. Now I'm still very excited to go back to the office. Like I went back to what is now my old job uh, this past week, <laughs> two days out of the week. Um, but that's because, yeah, I was on this team for one more week while we were supposed to be returning to the office. And I had this weird... In between where I was like, I've just told my team that I'm leaving mm -hmm. and technically I'm supposed to go into the office for a week, but they've also confiscated my desk because they said that they needed it for other reasons. So I didn't even technically have my desk. Um, so it's like, do I go in? Do I not go in? Mm -hmm. Go in and meet these people who are, I'm going to be le leaving in like three days and start a brand new job. And do I go through all the steps of 
yeah, meeting them for the first time in person, trying to quote, quote, get to know them and like go to these lunches. It just felt so weird and foreign. Yeah. And I didn't know how to approach it. I still went in like twice just because I missed going into the office. But I think we've been in COVID for so long that I don't have as strong of a desire to go back. Like I still want to because I need that socialization and it's nice. But I'm actually really happy with the hybrid approach my job is taking. So I can have those days where I'm like, I really don't want to get up and put on pants to go to the office today. Like, my job is pretty casual, but not that casual. So if I'm just having a day where I don't want to go into the office, I can stay at home. So that's really nice. Yeah. And I never would have thought I would say this, but I think I'm going to take advantage of that. Like, if you asked me even a year ago, maybe even eight months ago, if I was going to go into the office, I would have told you, I cannot wait. I'm going to go in every single day. Like, cannot wait for this. Now I'm kind of like, three days is doable. (laughs) Like, that sounds like a good even distribution. It's And it's so crazy now, too, that the expectations for working at the office have changed so much. I could imagine just be a nightmare trying to get people back into the office after two years of just being able to be as productive from home. I definitely still think I am way more productive at the office, or I would have thought so, Mm -hmm. except for the first day I went back the other day. Well, because usually when I'm working, I need something playing in the background. So I'll have like loud music bumping in my head, like in my headphones, because I also have my partner. We work from the same office. But sometimes if I just don't feel like having headphones, he's very um, compassionate. He's like, you can just you can take off your headphones because sometimes I get a headache from them. So I just Mm -hmm. be bumping music or like, you know, having a little in my own world on this corner of the office cannot be doing that in the real office so there was moments where I was definitely like fading out because I couldn't like hype myself up in the same way I can when I'm working from home yeah but if you asked me before I would have said oh yeah I'm way more productive at the office just having those people around me to keep me socially accountable and like do my work uh be able to interact with them to get my work done because now I'm like before I would have been so comfortable Not so comfortable, but relatively comfortable just like sliding over to someone's desk and be like, hi, I need help with this. Do you have like a minute? Now I'm like, oh, they look busy. I don't know (laughs) if I can do that. Like what if you're or even what if you're in a meeting? Because now people will take meetings at their desks. And that was definitely not the thing before. Like we have specific meeting rooms for Mm -hmm. taking if you need a virtual call or just like having meetings in general. But now sometimes people will just take it from their desk because they're the only person in the office and everyone else who's phoning into that meeting maybe working from home that day and I'm like oh god I don't know how to interact yeah it's really weird and I will say yeah working with a team in person you get answers to questions so fast and it's so nice because you're just yeah sitting right next to them and you're like hey do you have like two seconds I have a question for you and in those meetings you have uh the ability to kind of like read each other's expressions when things are happening whereas when it's yeah from home everyone's camera's off because they're probably doing something else in this at the same time like they're listening but maybe they're also doing laundry or you know something they're multitasking or just maybe they're even doing work at the same time you know like yeah why did did that sound like the scandalous thing i said like oh yeah laundry whatever (gasps) they're doing working (laughs) imagine (laughs) but yeah like if you're working and even you know you have multiple monitors you're looking at more i feel like most of the time you'll have a monitor with the camera and the meeting going on and then another monitor with your work going out of the background and so the monitors the monitor with the camera is looking at the side of your face so obviously they see that you're not engaged in the meeting and that just feels so 
that can feel very disrespectful depending on the presenter um and i always have my camera off because i get distracted by myself like i am always concerned about how i look on camera me too yeah so then they did studies about that in covid about the emotional and like psychological effects of staring at yourself through the camera all the time so they actually encourage that you turn your camera off it's crazy i'm just saying the anxiety of going back into this work environment is so weird but like you were saying so actually last summer my office did kind of a voluntary return to office when Mm -hmm. i think it was like a little bit after the first roll of vaccines was coming out um where they said okay you can return to the office hopefully you're vaccinated i can't remember if they were requiring i don't think they were requiring it yet last summer but basically um yeah most people who were coming in they were encouraging you only to do it if you were vaccinated or if you're going to regularly test Mm -hmm. so that was kind of what my company was doing and so i was going into the office almost every day if not at least for a couple hours and i was kind of getting into that routine but at that time masks were still required so Mm -hmm. at that time it was a nice in between i got to have kind of dip my toes into okay going back to the office although i wasn't going into offices with my team it was more just go into an office and they had monitors set up so you could just plug in your computer and you could use their desk setups um Mm -hmm. whereas now when we're returning to the office i'm going to literally my desk that has like my specific cpu my personal belongings if i wanted you know like my own setup yeah and going to the office back then yeah we had masks on so i didn't like you said need to control my facial expressions as much if needed to happen right like just sometimes you hear something and you're like woof or like you know your face is a little loud about how you feel about that (laughs) but the mask at least hit it now no mask can't hide yeah it's crazy it's like you now have to be very mindful of something that you weren't before yeah and even like in like all aspects whether it's working at your desk being in a meeting going to those business social functions afterwards Mm -hmm. um and so i feel like my social skills have to go from zero back up to a hundred a hundred percent there there was no in between yeah i feel like the best approach yeah is kind of like what my team's doing is that hybrid approach but even then the days you're going in like you said you're at a hundred percent so it's not like Mm -hmm. you can be at a 50 percent of these social cues and interacting with people at the same time that's like not possible at all at least not in a way i can think of and the new team i'm starting is very social which is good i'm really excited about that because that's something i really missed again being in covid is i'm a social person so i needed a social team and i think on my previous team and i will blame i i thought that they weren't very social but i think most of it genuinely was just because we were yeah in a pandemic there's not a lot of interaction i joined the team virtually so i never got to meet Mm -hmm. them until this past week when i was leaving (laughs) so it was a little bit sad because it's like oh my god it's so great to finally meet you after working with you for almost a year and a half wow (laughs) and just seeing your face as a little cube on my screen but i'm leaving this week so so peace Um, out (laughs) yeah it was so when i was meeting these people they're so nice and friendly and not to say that they weren't before but just the only time i was really interacting with them was in a structured meeting of a, some sort where we're covering something or if I was, you know, I ping them to ask them a question and then we jump on a call and it's with this directive of trying to accomplish something, asking these questions. 
sort of a deal. Mm-hmm. So I never had those social interactions with them. So I wasn't able to quote, quote, gauge what they were kind of like. I only saw their professional faces, essentially. Um, And I feel like for me, it felt very, not jarring, but it felt disassociative a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that. I didn't like feeling disassociated from these people that I worked with. And that was just through no one's fault other than just like the consequences of the situation we were in being in a pandemic. And now I'm, so I'm in the mindset of I'm leaving these people, I'm leaving this team, like just wrapping up what I got to do. But I'm going into the office and I'm meeting them and it made me so sad because I was like, I'm excited to start this new team who I know are very social. I had worked on this team previously, so I pre-COVID too. Um, So I know what this team structure is like. I know what these people are like, that sort of a thing. And I like the product area, first and foremost, not to sound like Mm -hmm. I switch teams for people, but it's (laughs) part of it is the socialization. Majority of it was the product area but as I was going back to the office and meeting my old team getting to meet them as actual people and not just you know these quote quote strangers that I was working with all the time I was like wow you're so cool I like wish I would love to get to know you more I would love to work with you and socialize with you you know have lunch with you Mm -hmm. but I'm leaving so it was was like a little it was very sad yeah bittersweet (laughs) exactly very bittersweet because I'm very excited to start my new job in the new area that I'm going to be in, but I was, I think if I, it sounds really cold hearted, but if I didn't go into the office, it would have been such a clean break because I would have never gotten to meet them as like, and socialize with them. So I wouldn't, mm-hmm. it wouldn't feel so bittersweet, but I'm glad I got, I went in to meet these people. Cause yeah, I, not that I owed them that, but I feel like I owed myself that considering I'd worked with these people for a year and a half, but it was, yeah. it did turn it to a very bittersweet goodbye. I guess overall going back after the two and a half years um, adjusting to working from home, now we have to adjust to working around people again. Yeah. Which seems like a small feat, but at least from my point of view, it's proven to be a little bit overwhelming having to ramp up those social skills again, mm-hmm. having to get back into that kind of routine and everything like that. But I think... Yeah. The routine of just waking up because I start work at nine. So I could sleep in till like 8.30, go take my dog on a walk and start my morning meetings and making breakfast at nine. Now it's like, okay, I have to get up. I have to get dressed. I have to do my face and my makeup because I'm going to see people <laughs> and then commute to work. So I have to get up. It's such a first world problem, but it is like a thing to consider. It's like now I have to put that extra time in mind and account for it and then that also readjusts how my sleeping patterns are because I need to make sure mm. I still get enough sleep to be a coherent worker the next morning <laughs> no team no sleep I mean you're probably right but I'm gonna try to keep up the illusion <laughs> nobody <laughs> needs to know yeah it's interesting and for me dealing with a new found anxiety is is frustrating because I feel like I didn't have it before but now I have to deal with it and I'm like (laughs) yeah but what are you I guess looking forward to with starting a new dang it I was gonna ask you that what am I looking forward to I think yeah what I'm looking forward to the most is my new team and the new product Mm -hmm. area like I've I really liked this product area, I was really sad when I had to leave before. Uh, so coming back to it, it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Also nervous because I don't want the expectation of, oh, I'm returning. Because it's been 
two and a half years Mm -hmm. since I was on go to this product area, meet new people, and actually socialize with people again. But for those exact same reasons, I am very nervous. What about you? Mm -hmm. What's What's an excitement and what's a nervousness? Pros and cons. The closing thoughts on my end. Um, <laughs> excitement. Definitely, I love the travel aspect of my job. So true. It, yeah, it lets me go to different places that I've never been before. So I, I love that part. And being able to, um, at least for my job, a lot of our teams are made up of people who work out of different offices. So currently, I'm the only person in Seattle on my team. The rest of my Teammates are either in San Francisco, Chicago, Dallas, like all over. So being able to meet those people in person um, and hang out with them when I really don't really have an opportunity to throughout the year is always fun. And I'm really lucky at right now because my team is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like they are so fun. We just, again, last week went to Dave and Buster's and we were on a mission and we got 33,000 tickets between all of us. <laughs> yeah. And so we got to gift uh, one of our managers with a, a life, like almost life-size llama stuffed Jesus animal. And then Christ. we got our client a parting gift of an icy machine. Like it was really fun. So long story short, meeting my teammates and getting to travel in person is the highlight and what I'm looking forward to more. Nervousness, yeah, I guess dealing with anxiety that I didn't have before and trying to find good coping mechanisms when I'm in situations where I'm feeling anxious in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when you're alone and you're anxious, you're like, okay, I can just go on a walk or, you know, listen Mm -hmm. to your hype up music or do something, you know, like Mm -hmm. meditate, journal. But when you're in the workplace, you don't really have the freedom to do those things because you kind of just have to keep it together until you leave the office. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, trying to explore. I go hide in a corner. (laughs) (laughs) My office has a lot of nooks and crannies where I can go hide. I find hiding spots. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking about like making uh, or reserving some of those meeting rooms, having some alone time there. Mm -mm. Yeah, but I guess just finding those good coping mechanisms. That's for what sure. I'm a little nervous about, but yeah. we'll work through it. Any other th- uh, closing thoughts? Not a closing thought, but just well wishes to anyone returning to their office or yeah. returning to their job after being remote for a while. Hope mm. socialization goes good for you. Wish you all the best. Because <laughs> we're also going through it, so we know it's an adjustment again. You know, even though we've been in that environment before, going back into it, it's completely different. Yeah. And I guess to like give yourself grace in the adjustment back into the real world, I know it can be really overwhelming, but like Kristen said earlier, everyone's going through it. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. Like take comfort in knowing it's still going to be anxious. There's no work around that as far as I know. If, if anyone knows the cheat code, please hook a sister up. But at least you can mm-hmm. be rest assured that Everyone else in that room probably feels just as anxious as you do. So (laughs) you're all going through it together. Yeah. It could be a bonding moment. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's bond in our anxiety. (laughs) I have anxiety. Do you have anxiety? That's crazy. Yeah. Look at this anxiety bringing us all together while crippling us down. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Midnight Memo. If you have any suggestions as to what we could talk about, or you want to just talk about your anxiety with us, please feel free to reach out to us, themidnightmemo at gmail.com, or 
message us on TikTok and Instagram at The Midnight Memo. Don't forget to follow and like this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, so that way you can be notified when our next episode drops next Tuesday. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the visibility we would like, and it just encourages us that you like what we're doing here. And if you want to support us even further, we do have a link down in our podcast description, so feel free to click on that. We would absolutely love it. Yeah. So, well wishes to everyone getting back into the real world. We're right alongside there with you. Good luck to everyone. Bye. Bye.